Hi, everyone. Welcome to our final uh, Penn State Offensive Recruit podcast that we're going to be doing. Uh, this one's for the Nittany Lion quarterback of the future, potential Nittany Lion quarterback of the future, Sean Clifford, a guy who uh, committed to Penn State early, was the first commit in this class, and has really shown that he, I, I mean, if his leadership within this recruiting class is any indication, he's going to be one hell of a leader for Penn State. Bill DeFilippo here with Nick Polak, with Matt DeBear. We're going to talk about this dude, starting with you, Matt, and this isn't, uh, I mean, we've had a couple of easy ones. I don't know if it gets any easier than Sean Clifford. Uh, it really doesn't. And like you said, he was the first commit in the uh, in the class of 2017, all the way back in July of 2015. So we're going on about 20 months, almost to the day, from his commitment to, I guess, I'm not good at math, but I guess we're probably a little short of 20 months. But regardless, um, camp for Penn State back in June of 2015 was offered as a result of that and really committed pretty quickly. And there wasn't even a, a hint of waiver. He picked up some offers from schools like North Carolina and Rutgers and Syracuse um, that were actually reported. I'm sure there were probably a few others that trickled in um, over his junior and senior year. Um, really what uh, is – I go back to um, not knowing a whole lot about him when he saw, when he committed to Penn State and watching a little bit of tape. Um, at that point, it was just a sophomore year and then the tape we had from his junior year and just really how well he fits what Penn State does in offense – um, throws a really nice, nice ball. Um, doesn't have the world's strongest arm, but isn't, um, you know, a weak, a weak arm by any means. Um, and is a lot more athletic than I think he gets credit for. And I think he's runs an offense at St. Xavier, one of the, the powerhouse schools in Ohio, um, that really is going to prepare him well for what Joe Moorhead runs as far as the read option, the run pass option, um, just kind of having that experience and, and knowing the keys you, you read to, to make the right decisions on those types of plays. Um, and like you said, too, just all about Penn State. From the moment he committed, um, became a leader in the class, um, and never once really wavered, uh, even as his, his profile uh, got bigger um, during his junior and then his senior year this past year. Um, he was a state champion uh, with St. Xavier this past year, um, despite uh, missing some time towards the end of the year with a couple of different injuries. Despite yeah. basically having one good arm and one good leg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clifford, I uh, forgot to mention this at the beginning, Cincinnati, Ohio, 6-2-2-10. And Matt, before we go on to Nick, uh, the one thing that I remember from when Clifford committed, because if you recall, that happened right after Hunter Johnson, uh, the five-star quarterback who uh, looked like he was going to be Penn State bound, ended up committing, I believe, to Tennessee and then flipping to Clemson. I think I have that right. He, com- right. he committed. Notre he Dame. committed after Clifford committed, I think. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. And it, well, it looked like Penn State led for a while, and then just kind of, you know, fell out of it. And then he committed to all these different schools. And there was just Sean Clifford. He was there. It seemed like he wanted to come to Penn State really badly. And Matt, the thing that I remember talking about with you, uh, and I just want you to expand on something you mentioned a little bit more, was the St. X thing. And how we saw this in his tape, but you are not going to find in this recruiting class or in many recruiting classes a 17, 18-year-old who is well-coached and so good at the little nuances of playing quarterback than Sean Clifford. Uh, you're exactly right. And I think um, St. Xavier, like I said, is one of, is one of you know two or three 
um, private schools in Ohio that um, are just routinely among the top programs in the state. Um, there's actually a, one of Clifford's teammates, uh, Matthew, um, I think it's Brockhurst, is the offensive lineman who's actually going to Clemson. So routinely producing Division One uh, caliber players. They've got Justin Hilliard, a linebacker from uh, I believe the class of 2015 or 2016 is not Ohio State, was a big-time player. Um, so one, it's a great, great program to get your foot in the door. Um, and they, it's a, a coaching staff and an offense and just a, a, a high school program that is run at um, you know a high level that you don't really see from, from most high schools. And um, part of that is, is the private school nature of it, but part of it is just a really good, talented coaching staff that um, has been there for a while and um, you know, knows what they're doing and uh, really prepares all, you know, all their players for, for the next level, but um, especially those guys that um, you know, have a D1 future like Sean Clifford. Yeah, definitely. And Nick, uh, Matt touched on this a little bit, but the thing that uh, sticks out for me when we watch Clifford is outside of the fact and I'm writing his National Signing Day profile, so I expanded on this a bit. But outside of the fact that he doesn't, he's not the kind of dude who could stand on one uh, goal line and throw it to the other goal line, he has everything in his uh, repertoire that you want out of a quarterback. Yeah, he's a really well-rounded prospect. He's listed as a pro-style guy, but really, I mean, he's kind of the perfect balance between a pro-style guy and a dual-threat guy because his legs, I mean, he's very mobile, and he can... He can run the ball when he needs to. He's not going to be like a. I mean, he's not going to run a read option every single play um, and keep the ball half the time. Like he's not that much of a runner, but he's very much able to do what needs to get done in Joe Moorhead's offense with his legs. Um, hopefully, Joe Moorhead will still be coordinating the Penn State offense by the time Clifford is able to really have a shot at the starting job, but. You, I mean, Matt kind of hit on it. He's just he's good at everything. He doesn't have that Christian Hackenberg level arm strength, but he still has enough to scare teams with this deep ball. He's just very balanced, and there's a reason that he was invited to the, the uh, Elite Eleven camp. It's because he can hurt you in so many different ways, and he showed through this playoff run and really his whole senior season. He was hurt basically the entire season. I mean, even when he was playing, he there was at least one injury he was playing through. And especially during the state championship game, he was an absolute warrior. Had to leave the game twice due to injury, still came back in, led his team to an overtime win. So that's really the story of what Penn State's getting with Clifford. They're getting an overall well-rounded quarterback who will go to war and he will never give up on his teammates. Yeah, and that's a kind of guy that... Uh... I mean, you want that out of your quarterback. You want that mentality and that skill set. And, I mean, we saw this year with Trace McSorley. He's almost – he's not the – I I don't know if he has the pocket awareness of McSorley because I don't think anyone does, but I don't think he's, you know, the natural runner that McSorley is. But he is – and you see a lot of the same – stuff there the ability to make big plays with their arms the ability to move the ball down the field with their legs he's a guy who's going to be really good Uh, the issue for him is Penn State's quarterback depth chart not really something that's working in his favor Trace McSorley is a redshirt junior Tommy Stevens is a redshirt sophomore Jake Zembeck is going to be a redshirt freshman Sean Clifford comes in true freshman almost certainly going to take a redshirt so his redshirt freshman year that quarterback depth chart Barring someone transferring or McSorley going to the NFL, uh, 
A seems more likely than B, but we can't really speculate on anything. It's going to be exactly the same with the only difference being a really, really, really talented quarterback in Justin Fields is then going to come in. So it's going to be a battle for him to play before his redshirt sophomore year, would it be? Or his redshirt junior year? When will Stevens be gone? I'm trying to do the math on this. Well, Stevens is a, a, a redshirt freshman. freshman this year, so he's still got three, three years. more years. So, yeah, by it, it will take a while. It would, yeah, be his redshirt junior year, assuming Stevens sticks around and then it gets the starting job. So it's going to, it may be a while before we see Sean Clifford play, but the second that a door opens, he's the kind of guy that's going to try and burst through it, and he has the talent to make it happen. He is the potential to be a really special quarterback. And the second that he steps onto the field, I think we're going to see that. And uh, I don't know. I, I'm pretty su- excited about this offensive class. Uh, we're going to do uh, – be sure to keep it locked onto Roar Lions Roar because we're going to have some more stuff on there. Uh, imagine that I am putting my usual rant in here about following us and buying shirts and all that since this is the last one. And, yeah, keep supporting the site. Thank you for listening to all of these, and take care, everyone.